0: This week on the Federalist Radio Hour. It, it was always on the fringes, and when it starts to take off, it's because there becomes this social stigma to not agreeing with it. What you mentioned about sort of preparing parents with a script for things they really might not expect. Subscribe to The Federalist on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. Did you know the tart cherries are an important superfood? When it comes to promoting metabolic health, they are a powerhouse. But if you're not looking to chug two cups of tart cherry juice a day, you need to know about new tart cherry gummies. Tart cherry gummies from the makers of Super tart shoes are an easy way to reduce inflammation from exercise and they support immune health. Just two tart cherry gummies are the antioxidant equivalent of 16 ounces of tart cherry juice or 100 cherries. They're vegan, non-GMO, they have zero sugar and are simple delicious. Tart cherry gummies come with a 100% satisfaction guarantee. Try them risk-free for 90 days and see how you feel. If you don't love them, send them back no questions asked. Right now, you can get up to 35% off tart cherry gummies plus free shipping at buytartcherry.com/dana. This is their best offer available anywhere. That's buytartcherry.com/dana for up to 35% off tart cherry gummies. buytartcherry.com/dana
1: what was going on they're a much smaller company than like a google or youtube or some of these others and i guarantee you everything that was going on in twitter is going on in these others if not even more so and we got a sense of that when they went after us uh for for having the um opposing the masks having the experts oppose the masks for these young kids
0: yeah i like what they're doing in florida i wish that other governors I hope that they do the same. That would be great. It seems like all the other governors kind of uh, tend to follow what he does. So, but they usually do it, you know, way later, <laughs> way later. Welcome to the program. It's Wednesday. Dana Lash here with you. We're barreling Awards Christmas top of our first hour. We have uh, a number of things to jump into, including to start with that audio. That was yesterday. Was that part of the roundtable, or was that before the roundtable that he had? Yeah, that table, yeah. So, to, just to, to give you insight as to what they were doing, so yesterday, Ron DeSantis, Governor Ron DeSantis, had he announced a, uh, a roundtable about, basically, they wanted the Supreme Court to impanel a grand jury and investigate what was happening with uh, coronavirus and the vaccines particularly. And I don't. I, I think he's the only governor to have done something like this. Actually, I don't think any of the other governors have done this. Uh, but I'm sure that that's going to get. I'm. I'm excited to see where this goes. To be honest. Fauci replied this morning. Oh yeah, let's hear Fauci actually first before we get further into it.
2: I mean,
1: we have a vaccine that unequivocally is highly effective and safe, and has saved literally millions of lives. The Commonwealth Fund has come out with a report just this past week that vaccinations that have been administered over this period of time, this last year and a half to two years, has saved 3.2 million lives, 18 million hospitalizations, and approximately $1 trillion in costs. So what's the problem with vaccines?
0: Well, the problem, there's a lot of problems here. All, yeah, all the ones you're ignoring, the ones that women were told to ignore, the ones that young athletes were told to ignore, as it, uh, the myocarditis and everything else. I mean, all of it. I, I just, man, oh man. I have a whole bunch of stuff also on Fauci and his uh, insistence on playing victim with all of this, but the, I think that's just huge. This this what they're what they're doing in what they've announced that they're doing in Florida. So some of the details, and he held uh, a roundtable about this, where they're going to hold the medical establishment, he said, accountable by creating a grand jury to investigate mRNA shots and big pharma, investigating cardiac related deaths tied to the mRNA vaccine, forming a public health integrity committee to oversee. The medical establishment so these were some of the things that he announced uh, at this it looks like it was a really well attended roundtable they had a number of um, he had a number of doctors medical experts virologists regular average everyday folks I mean they and really went through a lot of this which is something that you know it would have been great if this administration had done this as we found out more and more about uh, everything with related to these mRNA shots and so this uh i mean this is huge this is this is this is incredibly huge it does it feel and and now this is just for florida but i would like i mean why can't other republican governors do the same what's stopping other any other republican governors from doing what desantis is doing here well yeah exactly nothing is nothing I get, you know, I, I think that, like, for instance, in Texas, the border issue is huge, but also Texas locked down. I feel like we need to have investigations into all of this. I mean, this, at right, especially coming at the time when the CDC and the administration have been pushing so hard for people to get another booster. What is the What's the phrase that they keep saying? Uh, the tridemic? There's a tridemic coming, whatever the hell that means. Yeah, the tridemic. But I think setting up, it's, uh, it's the, an evidence-based public health integrity committee. Because you can't trust the CDC. One of the, they have a number of doctors that are serving uh, as one of the members of it. Uh, they have a whole list of them. Uh, that's, I think that's incredibly huge. And I'm really, I'm very happy to see. You know, Florida was, I had a friend who was making this point, that Florida, where would we be were it not for Florida? refusing to lock down the rest of the country was told to lock down the rest of the country did lock down and they were they were trying to treat all of this as consensus but that's the that's the very issue is that and a friend of mine was writing how florida provided uh James count kind of, provided a, a much-needed feedback in an artificially created negative feedback loop Yeah, science is not consensus because you have to test your hypothesis. You have to welcome feedback and accept when what you're going for. The evidence doesn't support your hypothesis. You have, I mean, that's science. And if it's not science, because consensus, I think, anymore is dogma. And if it's not science, then what is it? Consensus isn't science. That's now political science, maybe, but it's not science, science, not medical science, political science, perhaps, but not not medical science. Now, this I have a whole bunch of stories related to this because I love that this was announced, as I said to you just a second ago. Right when the Biden administration, and the CDC have been pushing so much, so pushing the American people to get another booth star. How much just over the next six weeks, I was reading the Biden administration. Dumped uh, a couple hundred million dollars Into promoting this To promoting everybody getting the uh, They they have 171 million doses A lot of entities are getting paid To push it I mean it's It's uh I don't know I have if you get my email newsletter I gotta pull this up Because I had a meme that was just The image for it today And the meme was, all I'm saying is that if my dog got three rabies vaxes in a year and still got rabies, I would start asking questions. It's true, got some questions. And it's, that's 171 million doses and spending several hundred million dollars on this and demanding that everybody get a new jab when most people, that's not you're not first off people don't have faith in their in their medical institutions and honestly for good reason that's the other thing fauci's been out there blasting everyone for pushing disinformation but i mean my dude you pushed misinformation yourself you were out there with flip-flopping on the masks and everything else here's this is one example of what i'm talking about and i have a uh uh Where's this at? Here it is. This is... I Kane, I dropped this in Slack last night. I think it was with a bunch of LOLs. It's from Yahoo. Of course it is. Here's the Yahoo Finance. Here's the headline. Just get ready for it because it's a, it's a winner, winner, chicken dinner here. This headline. It says people who skipped their COVID vaccine are at higher risk of traffic accidents, according to a new study. What? Are they going to try to make you more expensive to insure... Because of your accident, because you don't get a vaccine? Because insurance companies, I want to strangle them right now anyway. I think
2: they're trying to say that people who didn't get their vaccine are just as wretched.
0: Yeah, well, we're getting to that, but thanks for just going ahead and blowing the hell out of it right away. I mean, why don't you go ahead and take a rest second? My bad. Go ahead. People who skip their vaccine, their COVID vaccine, says the piece, are at higher risk of traffic accidents. So if you skipped it, you're probably going to crash your car i had this whole thing about like what it you know but already let's go ahead and just skip to the what? next one uh it's uh the american because you don't have any patients the american journal of medicine in a new study published this month they said that during the summer of 2021 canadian researchers examined the encrypted government held records of more than 11 million adults 16 percent who hadn't received the vaccine so basically what they said is they found that unvaccinated people because you guys were all a bunch of dirty unvaccinated people were 72% more likely to be involved in a severe traffic crash and i were probably more likely to smoke meth snort crack and drink beer while we're driving too all at the same time so basically we're just a bunch of hunter bidens is what they're saying i'm not i'm really not joking i mean this is so so incredibly stupid this 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 again this is this is social science this is not medical science. It's a social science. If you if you the if you're if you don't get the vaccine, it doesn't mean that you're going to get into a crash as though somehow not getting the vaccine by itself means that you're just going to drive recklessly and erratically and you're going to you're going to get killed to death on the road. No, it it what they this is theory. This is what the, the authors are theorizing that if people resist Public health recommendations They might also neglect Basic road safety guidelines Right Um, First off that But it presupposes that this is A legitimate public health recommendation So you have to Believe that it's a legitimate public health Recommendation in order to consider That someone then might neglect basic Look if you don't want to get an Injection that doesn't work that doesn't mean that you're going to run a stop sign. This is the stupidest saying everyone who gets into car crashes has cars. So if you have a car, you're going to die in a car crash. Everyone who dies in a car crash has a car. So you to if you've got a car, you're going to die in a car crash. It is that bad. This isn't science. This is clownery. This is what they're using to sell to you. Golly, I hope we're on to seeing dispense these people over a damn barrel. Good grief. I mean, I can't it's so stupid it it just it's all i almost can't believe it almost can't believe it but i actually can so i have uh, a couple of other things as well to get into because yesterday biden signed the not really respect for marriage act it's more about penalizing people of faith and i was curious because when we were ending our time together yesterday we were discussing the uh what's his face the marty cummings the Marty G. Cummings, the bi-whatever drag queen who likes to perform for kids and tweets out things about kids and oral sex. It's disgusting. And He's also a big fundraiser for Kirsten Gillibrand. Lorraine found that out. And uh, also Jerry Nadler. Anyway, he's a non-binary, whatever the hell that means. He's a made-up Lewis Carroll word, and he's a drag queen. He was invited to the White House for the signing. Do you think he po- he uh, performed for little Bo Biden? Think he performed for all the kids there, out of curiosity. You think they did some baby shark doo 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 doo? That's one of the videos that he did, you know. Our friends at Hillsdale College want to wish you and your family a happy and blessed Christmas and a healthy and prosperous new year. Since Hillsdale's founding in 1844, it's taught its students by precept and example, the teachings and practices of the Christian faith. And the college continues this mission in its classrooms and nationwide through their educational outreach efforts. They couldn't do it without your help. So this Christmas season, Hillsdale wants to thank you, dear listener, for your kindness towards the college. They've prepared a special video, their sacred music choir singing, Oh, Little Town of Bethlehem. In their beautiful Christ Chapel at the heart of campus. When you visit hillsdale.edu slash Christmas, you can see and hear the choir and many other free resources to help you celebrate the season. And while there, please consider a donation to the college by clicking the Support Hillsdale College button at the top of the page. You'll want to put this special Christmas song on replay. Find it at hillsdale.edu slash Christmas, and I promise it will be uplifting and inspiring for you. That's hillsdale.edu slash Christmas
2: and now all of the news you would probably miss it's time for Dana's quick five brought to you by Caltech
0: so New Zealand yesterday passed a law a very unique law into effect they f- they're phasing out tobacco smoke cigarette smoking by imposing a lifetime ban on young people buying cigarettes. So the law states that tobacco can't ever be sold to anybody born on or after January 1st of 2009. I think that's kind of lame. But I also think that everybody's immediately, Prohibition doesn't work. You're going to make a lot of people rich. If I was in New Zealand, I'd be running smokes like hardcore man. I'd be having the new Speakeasy 2.0. That stuff doesn't work. It doesn't work. You're just going to make it more attractive for the kids. Everybody's going to be smokers now, secretly. It's going to be the rebellious thing to do. Uh, Mississippi State football coach Mike Leach, he passed away yesterday, age 61, airlifted to a hospital following a massive heart attack at his home on Sunday. Uh, he had complications from an existing heart condition, uh, but man, what a sad, a sad story! And especially right, right before Christmas too. Uh, This—I—I I made the joke yesterday. Uh, I think it was in Slack. I said this: If, if this cougar was in Texas, it'd be it would be on somebody's floor already as a rug. Infamous L.A. mountain lion who killed a dog on a leash and drug another dog out the sliding door. Thankfully, that dog lived. It's called P22. It's one of Southern California's most famous mountain lions, super aggressive. Well, they got it got hit with a tranquilizer dart in in uh, uh, Southern California, according to California Department of Fish and Wildlife, National Park Service. They have it wear a tracking collar, but it's been going after uh, a ton of um, pets. And like, like the, the woman was walking her dog, like out in public in broad daylight, and this this cougar just jumped out and. Killed her dog, ripped it off the leash, and ran aw- ran off with it. So yeah, now they they have to they they have tranquilizing. They're they're trying to figure out what to do with it because they, apparently they tried. They've relocated it once before, and that didn't really work. Uh, this is really wild. In Poland, what that what are they doing in Poland? Police in Poland are seeking a man who is dressed in a Christmas tree ghillie suit. He's running around slashing tires at a meat warehouse. This is going to be the, is this part of the cocaine bear film? I'm just curious. Police are hunting for a man dressed like a Christmas tree who slashed the tires of 21 vehicles belonging to a meat warehouse in the village of, I can't pronounce, in northwest Poland. CCTV footage of the spruced up villain has been released. They're trying to identify him. And it really, you can't even see anything. It's hysterical. Stay with us. Black Rifle Coffee Company is helping you knock out your holiday shopping. If you have a coffee lover on your shopping list, Black Rifle has the best coffee brewing gear, thermoses, mugs, and apparel, all designed for folks who love America. Stuff your stockings with all of the highest grade American roasted coffee and become a holiday hero by joining the Black Rifle Coffee Club. Set your coffee delivery schedule to your exact preferences and it arrives at your door with no shipping fees. It's the gift that just keeps on giving. Looking for patriotic gear and apparel for your friends and family? Be sure to check out all of Black Rifle's new clothing designs. Veteran-founded and run Black Rifle Coffee Company takes pride in serving coffee and culture to people who love America and each purchase you make helps support veteran and first responder causes. Head over to blackriflecoffee.com Dana to find my favorites and get all of the best merch, coffee, and apparel in time for the holidays that's blackriflecoffee.com slash dana blackriflecoffee.com slash dana
1: listen to the dana show live on the odyssey app weekdays noon to 3 p.m eastern time
3: justice thomas went even further and he wrote the following quote we should reconsider all the court's substantive due process presidents including griswold lawrence obergefell that means he thinks we should reconsider No, that does not. Whether you got the right to access to, conce- to, yeah. co- to contraception.
0: Totally and not. yes,
3: we should reconsider whether you have the right to marry who you love. No, it's... And that's not only the challenge ahead.
0: Okay, stop it here. I'm not going to make it. We're going to have to do this in two parts. Welcome back to the show, bottom of the first hour. I have a piece that's coming out today just specifically on this. He is lying his backside off to you. Biden is lying right now. And... Here's the whole part of it. So let me let me explain. They're talking about... You're, you hear this phrase, substantive due process. And you're like, gee, what is that? It sounds like due process. Yeah, it's basically not. It's a bunch of BS with glitter on it, is what it is. Substantive due process is not the same as due process. I mean, unless you all are going to go into the legal profession, you don't need to know it. And if you do need to know it, you don't need to be taught by me, a non-lawyer. So basically... What he's touching on here is let's take this back to Dobbs for a moment, because this is where all of this started. He's this. He made these remarks at the ceremony for the respect for non-respect for marriage act. It's not about marriage. The whole signing thing that they did yesterday. And he's citing this dictum that Clarence Thomas, Justice Thomas, wrote in his concurrence uh, for Dobbs versus Jackson Women's Health Organization. Dobbs' case, the Dobbs case, was the case that overturned Roe v. Wade because Roe v. Wade was decided, was argued stupidly and premised on something that was completely illogical to the whole issue at hand. So in his concurrence in Dobbs, uh, Justice Thomas made mention of substantive due process. And it was it, it, it. And he but here's the, the other thing, though. He prefaced what he said with two different statements about how he agrees with majority opinion. So and he I mean, he it, it was a it was his verbatim. He had said that he agrees. This is not to uh, argue that Dobbs is anything but uh, about abortion. I mean, he actually said, quote, nothing in this opinion should be understood to cast doubt on precedents that do not concern abortion. Two separate times in his concurrence, he says this. The left wanted to use this as a way to say, oh, my gosh, Clarence Thomas talking about substantive due process. He's saying that this could be overturned. What he's saying is if you're going to argue that certain parts of the Constitution cover certain things when there isn't precedent that they do you're going to get in. you're going to get into legal trouble and this is going to keep happening to you time and time again i mean that's the thing he was not he's not trying to argue to overturn contraception or anything else he's saying look you do not predicate your arguments on clear solid constitutional footing and i'm going to tell you something number one he is not the only justice to have said this ruth bader ginsburg had already said this about roe v wade And she warned Democrats. She's like, this is not on sure footing. So that's number one. Number two, what Thomas says here in his concurrence is no different from what he has said a million other times. It's not anything different. Substantive due process is an ideological doctrine. And you can easily manipulate it and make it do whatever you want. He had, actually, he had said, quote, substantive due process conflicts with textual command and has harmed our country in many ways. And accordingly, we should eliminate it from our jurisprudence at the earliest opportunity. But again, he agreed, and this is what he prefaced his remarks with, that he agrees with the majority's opinion that Dobbs is applicable only to abortion. So the argument that the left is trying to make and fearmonger with is a complete and total lie They know that you're too damn busy Trying to afford Christmas ham this year You're not going to go sit down Let me read Justice Thomas's concurrence And why should you? That's not a, a mark against you Your government shouldn't be so ridiculously Rube Goldberg-like That you can't figure something out In a matter of minutes That goes to show you that government's too damn big But they know that you're not going to sit down And read all this So they can, they're they just going to gaslight you about it That is Emphatically, the opposite of what Thomas said in his concurrence, completely to the opposite, and he was very bold in putting it in there. And it, like I said, it's not anything that he's not ever been bold in putting it in, in in other in other opinions. But he was saying, "Look, if you're going to argue a case and protect rights, you need to actually base it base it on provisions of the Constitution that are applicable." There was a really good piece, and I um I had put it in. I think I put it in your prep. That, uh, that literally gets into substantive due process and Clarence Thomas, and it's, it's by John, Jonathan Adler, and it's a really good piece that explains it. It gets too much into the weeds here for our time on air, but he's saying that the Supreme Court, just to make it easy, the Supreme Court should overturn any demonstrably erroneous constitutional decision. And that the overturning prior precedent does not require consideration of the other stare decisis factors, meaning you don't have to sit here and consult this in order to do this. And so, I mean, basically what he's saying is y'all are arguing your case is dumb. That's what he's doing. And he's and he's not wrong because that is exactly and not just Ruth Bader Ginsburg, even Sonia Sotomayor has intimated such. This is what this is what happens when you when you decide to, when you decide to kind of go away from due process. There's um, it, and you should definitely go read the, the link that I had sent you because it, it gets into um, really kind of the history of that, because Thomas was saying that as it relates to and this is pretty consistent with, I think, a lot of legal uh, thought on it. It's the, the 14th Amendment incorporates, as Adler noted, enumerated rights against the states and protects unenumerated rights. But that is done by the Privileges or Immunities Clause and not the Due Process Clause. So Thomas is just simply saying, you're doing this wrong. So the left freaks out. Oh my gosh, they're going to overturn, uh, they're going to go after Obergefell. Well, no, there's, there's Obergefell, what, seven years now? That has already established same-sex unions as being recognized by all the states in the nation. There's nothing in the legal framework that's going to challenge it. And I don't know that you could. And even if, for the sake of argument, the rarity, and you could say this with any, not just that, you could say this with any decision, just in the event that something came up through the courts to do it, like with Roe, Instead of sitting on their butts for 30 years, maybe Democrats could do something state by state to implement protections for their specific policy purposes. They talked a great game about caring for women and all this other stuff, but they purposely sat on their asses for 30 years and did nothing because they wanted to use it as a fear get out the vote tactic to women dumb enough to believe it. So he's lying. Long story short. Now, go ahead and finish the rest. I'm sorry. I interrupted myself. He had more more to say on this
3: challenge ahead. When a person can be married in the morning and thrown out of a restaurant for being gay in the afternoon, this is still wrong.
0: Well, who's doing that for and why is there like a shift that happens midday? Like, oh, you can be gay now. But if you're on this, if you're on these premises in the afternoon, you cannot be gay. I, th- that's not happening. No one's being thrown out for being gay. I've not ever seen anybody thrown out of any establishment for being gay. And you know that if people were thrown out of establishments for being gay, the alphabet community, which loves nothing more than any kind of cause it can get a hold of, they would be all over this and you would hear about it nonstop. No, I have not seen anyone thrown out of an establishment for being gay, but I have seen them thrown run out of establishments for being conservative. repeatedly. Let's revisit the Red Hinn restaurant. Oh, oh. Remember Sarah Huckabee Sanders? She was legit run out of the Red Hinn restaurant. Oh, and let's not forget Kellyanne Conway. She was assaulted at a restaurant in October of 2018. Let's not forget about Ted Cruz and his wife. They were chased out of a restaurant in Washington, D.C., or the Stephen Miller guy, who was, who's part of Trump's circle. He picked up takeout from a restaurant, a sushi restaurant in D.C., and as he was leaving, the, uh, barman, fall, the bartender followed him out in the street, shouted his name, and flipped him off. And so Miller was a little nervous about eating the food after that, which anybody normally would be. Now, I have not seen anybody gay being thrown out of restaurants, but I have completely seen conservatives being chased out of restaurants. There are restaurants in my hometown of St. Louis that I wouldn't go to because the owner would the owners would rail against me on uh, online, and I'm like, I, there's no way in hell that I would trust them to be professional enough to prepare my food and not do something horrible to it. How horrible is that? That you got to think about stuff like that, right? That's what conservatives have to think about things like that, because conservatives don't get bent out of shape if someone with whom they disagree with comes into their establishments, because we are not fascists. We're confident enough in our position that we don't feel the need to try to suppress or eliminate any kind of dissent. I mean, who tells him to say this stuff? This is just asinine. And who's stupid enough to believe it? Well, gay people, if uh, you don't vote for us, you're going to get thrown out of restaurants. Well, you're not black unless you vote for Joe Biden women they're going to come and steal all your abortions you're going to be forced to give birth wait the sex is voluntary though it's it's idiotic but him them doing this and seizing on to that you know th- heaven forbid they go back and read some of the other stuff that ju- that justice thomas has written Who oh, yeah. boy but this is so, this is asinine. But the reason, the other reason, it's a twofer for them. The other reason they can seize on this is because they can, it gives them another little bit more uh, muni- uh, ammunition to, to go after packing the court. Well, look at, look at Clarence Thomas here. Look at Justice Thomas. Their fear-mongering about a potential overturn of Obergefell was only ever fear-mongering. And, and here's the other thing, too, on this. this. This, it's already been law of the land. The Marriage Act... The disrespect for marriage act is was only ever about removing protections for people of faith like bakers and website designers. It was expressly omitted protections for faith were purposefully omitted. That's why Mike Lee and other senators, a couple were trying to change this. Now, the only reason that they wanted to pass this was to codify the exclusion of penalty for people of faith. That is the only reason. Because you have same-sex unions, agreements between consenting adults, and then you have vows that men and women take before God in a ceremony for the institution of marriage. And this is not something that's just for Christians. People of the Jewish faith, Muslims, they, every, they all follow this. And people of faith op- oppose the appropriation of an institution, God-created institution, by those who disregard The law of the person uh, The law of the God who created the institution And what's ironic about all of this Is that after decades Decades Can we grow up hearing this Of activists preaching about independence From government interference And privacy for what occurs Behind closed doors Alphabet activists now demand That the same government Now validate their choices Because it was never about tolerance Or acceptance it was only ever about eliminating any belief that conflicts with their choices. <sighs> oh, by the way, nothing says respect for marriage like hosting a drag queen that performs for children and tweets stuff like this. Quote, the kids are out to sing and suck D. End quote. Yeah. Kane just died. You okay? Yeah. Make sure we would play his completely inappropriate hit song about male copulatory organs, but literally every syllable would have to be censored. Except maybe for show. Me, your." And then everything else would have to be censored. No joke. So we've got a lot more on the way. You don't want to miss as we get moving. There's no good way to segue this. I feel golly. Did you know the tart cherries are an important superfood? When it comes to promoting metabolic health, they are a powerhouse. But if you're not looking to chug two cups of tart cherry juice a day, you need to know about new tart cherry gummies. Tart cherry gummies from the makers of Super Beat Tart Chews are an easy way to reduce inflammation from exercise and they support immune health. Just two tart cherry gummies are the antioxidant equivalent of 16 ounces of tart cherry juice or 100 cherries. They're vegan, non GMO, they have zero sugar, and are simply delicious. Tart cherry gummies come with a 100% 100% satisfaction guarantee. Try them risk-free for 90 days and see how you feel. If you don't love them, send them back, no questions asked. Right now, you can get up to 35% off tart cherry gummies plus free shipping at buytartcherry.com Dana. This is their best offer available anywhere. That's buytartcherry.com Dana for up to 35% off tart cherry gummies. Buytartcherry.com Dana.
1: Red meat, black coffee, truth telling. The Dana Show.
3: So get over yourself. We're not concerned if you agree with it or not. We're concerned about you making us sick. So no. get your damn COVID shot and voice. prevent other people from getting your stuff.
0: It's a good point, and we're, we're having a debate this morning oh about that gosh. very thing, really. A debate about whether mask wearing should be returned to be mandatory here in the UK. Mandatory. Restrictions have
3: sure. been lifted. And I understand it's, you it's even people suggest
0: people who come them. to your concerts wear them for their own protection.
2: We are
3: doing the KISS cruise shortly, and you will not be able to get on the cruise unless you're vaccinated. Oh. Look, before you oh. go to school, You have to have your children get the flu vaccine and the polio vaccine. And there's no discussion.
0: And make sure you rub crystals on your feet to protect from bad thoughts. Remember that. I mean, it's the same. (laughs) Welcome back to the show, Dana Lash. That's Gene Simmons. What happened to him? Kane and I were just like, what happened to Gene? What happened to them? I met him once. I met him at, uh, at Fox one time. He was super nice. Uh, it's super, super nice. But like, Gene, why are you doing this, man? I don't want to dog you. Why are you doing this? You know, the, the face panties don't work, right? We know that, right? The face panties do not work. And that's number one. There's too many studies out there to continue on with this fantasy. Number two, the injection does not prevent transmission. This is established science, like real science, not social science, but medicinal science. Science, science. Number three, who the hell wants to get on a cruise with that many people who believe that stuff? I'm sorry. I don't like, I just don't do cruises anyway because I don't like the idea of being trapped on a boat in open water with other people. That's how I look at it. You're not on a vacation on a cruise. I'm trapped. That's how I look at it. If there is no route of freedom for me, it's not a vacation. I'm trapped. Right? That's how I look at it. There's no way in hell ever. You know what? I'm, we had the ninth layer, the nine layers of hell, our own Dante's Inferno. I take that back. I put cruise ships on there. Cruise ships. I've never even been on one. I'm not. If you like them, good for you. You are different from me, and that's okay. But I cannot. I just can't. I was trying to watch this one horror show, and it ended up being horrible, Uh What is it, like 18-something or whatever, and it's about this ghost ship, and they promise ghosts in the ghost ship, and like they're not delivering. I'm like waiting for people to get all scared to death in the first episode, and it's not happening, so I abandoned it. But anyway, there are bad movies that start like this, right? Good grief. Why? Well, you can't come to our cruise ship unless you get all your vaxes and jabs. Great, so you're going to have a bunch of people with myocarditis out in the sea. Okay. (laughs) We have more to come, folks. Second hour on the way, and in that second hour... You can expect shenanigans. You can also expect some wokery, some economic headlines, the latest with Twitter. Oh, yeah, all of that and more. Stick with us. Offers for free iPhones are usually too good to be true. Just like Freedom itself, nothing is actually free. Other mobile phone companies not only lock you into long-term contracts, but they build the price of the phone into your bill with hidden fees. Now with Patriot Mobile, they can show you how to get that iPhone 14 or 14 Pro that you've been eyeing interest-free without the games and with no contract. Patriot Mobile is America's only Christian conservative wireless provider with nationwide coverage on the best 4G and 5G networks because they use the same towers as the major carriers. Get the same great service while supporting a company that's fighting to preserve our God-given rights and freedoms. Patriot Mobile also offers a performance guarantee, so if you're not happy with your coverage, you can switch to any of the three major carriers they provide for free. Simply visit PatriotMobile.com Dana or call their 100% U.S.-based customer service team at 972-PATRIOT. Get free activation today with offer code Dana. That's PatriotMobile.com Dana or call 972-PATRIOT
3: hospitals, libraries, and community centers are threatened and intimidated. Excuse me. Because they support LGBTQ children and families, we have to speak out. We must stop the hate and violence like we just saw in Colorado Springs, where a place of acceptance and celebration was targeted for violence and terror. We need to challenge the hundreds of... Callous, cynical laws introduced in the states, targeting transgender children, terrifying families, and criminalizing doctors not let those who give children their the care they off. need. We have to Shanks. protect these children.
0: From not getting cut up? Man, what kind of Alice in Wonderland rabbit hole is this? Welcome to the show. Did we accidentally drink the Moonshine? Oh, man. I wish. I'm just saying. Well, we don't have any right now, so don't everybody be like, Wait, what? Welcome back to the show. Second hour, top of our second hour. We are in a holiday kind of break mode, but we're not on break. So <laughs> I can't tell you, can't can't guarantee what's gonna happen the next hour, next two hours. But that made me think when I was listening to Biden speak at the uh disrespect for the Institution of Marriage Act, because it's not about protecting marriage, it's about penalizing people of faith, all of them Christians whether it's Christianity, Judaism, Islam, whatever. Uh, he made this mention I'm trying to figure what is he talking about? That oh, but there's more. Wait a minute. That's just the first part. Oh, I have another crazy one. He was saying that oh, we have to challenge these laws. He says the laws that are targeting transgender kids. What law is targeting a transgender kid? That's rhetorical because there's not. I mean, I know the answer to it. But but you know what I mean? There's 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 no law targeting a Any transgender kids There's none This is not happening I mean there are There are laws that are saying Maybe you shouldn't cut up Your minor kids Hey maybe you shouldn't engage In In uh, Hormone abuse With With minors It's It's about It's about the Medically unnecessary Experimental surgery On minor children That people are opposed to. Because it's not informed consent. Democrats used to like consent. Did they though? So. Well wait there's more. He also said this. Audio soundbite 5. Listen to this masterpiece.
3: Racism. Antisemitism. Homophobia. Transphobia. They're all connected. But the antidote to hate. Is love. This law and the love it defends strike a blow against hate in all its forms.
0: So see, if you oppose the medically unnecessary surgical removal of, you know, your franken beans, your kids, minor franken beans or something else or breast surgery, they, they call top surgery. The cutie little names for it. It's breast removal. Medically unnecessary. If you oppose it, you're an anti-Semite. Did you know that? And a racist, and a, and a homophobe, and a transphobe, and a transphobe. All, all of them, all the things. Wow. Who knew? Dang. Man, that's kind of. But wait a minute. What if you're Jewish and you oppose Ooh. that? No, nah, I'm pretty sure. Probably you're. You're. Are you just like I don't know? What a, you're probably still anti-Semitic, right? I mean, that's his argument. Sound like it. <sighs> I cannot even with these people. Who boy but that's not there he's he's the he throwing all of this in conflating all of this for a purpose just to try to shut up anyone that out of care and concern for what this really does to kids just to just to, to quieten down any concern just to suppress any kind of dissent on it I mean this is it's it just is kind of amazing that this is uh, th- this was his line yesterday somebody wrote this for him and put it in a teleprompter that's the thing somebody wrote it and put it in a teleprompter and he said it i'm just it's kind of amazing and then you had cindy lopper there yesterday the hell was this what was this yeah. our families Mine and a lot of my friends and people, you know, sometimes your neighbors, we can rest easy tonight because our families are validated and because now we're allowed to love who we love. Wait, who said you? Oh, and there was more she's saying, but do we we don't want to do that to people. We can't yeah, I don't know. It's news. Oh, gosh, do we want to? I don't know. I can't take it. I'd like to remember her as she was who was saying who who was telling people that you can't do what you want to do? who in the world is telling anybody no no, no, you can't do that, can't that you can't love that person you can't like that person you can't love this person or like that person you can't do any of that who was saying that I'm just I mean ourbergafels is seven years now. stop this is asinine they're they're Talking about things that don't exist They're Accused they're, they're making accusations For offenses that have not occurred Just so that they can pass this thing But this I just don't see It's going to be Like the Targeting of Jack Phillips Or 303 Creative Really On steroids that's that's what's gonna come, and then of course you had that drag performer who was there. I, did they? I we couldn't find out. Did they perform for the kids? The guy, the uh, Marty Cummings guy. I, really hope not. I don't think. Yeah, I don't know if he did. Now speaking of uh, trans issues, I don't know if you guys saw this story. This was pretty crazy. Uh, <laughs> hey NHL, did you see this? It was a. Uh, an all trans hockey tournament putting men against women resulted in a woman leaving on a stretcher. I know that 's not a surprise. A female athlete was concussed because she got checked by a dude on the ice during the all trans draft tournament in Wisconsin, and the NHL was like we 're proud to support the blah 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 so one of the male to, one of the male to female athletes, a man who 's appropriating the female sex checked one of the women who's appropriating the male sex and threw her head first into the boards and players were shouting get a stretcher get a medic and it was i mean it she he just knocked her right there on the, listen to this audio somebody 14 this was this is some of the audio of it The player that got checked, I mean, I don't... I mean, this is what you wanted, so here's your equality. Well, you know, she's a woman. She's trying to do man stuff. She has a non-binary wife. Basically, they're lesbians, right? Right. And they lashed out at... Well, maybe they're not lesbians. The dudes were the dudes. It was the male to female. The uh, man... Knocked out. This gets so confusing (laughs) because everybody... So stop with the stupid pronoun stuff. Lexi Seaton earned backlash after leaving Danny Mackey knocked out on the ice. So she was knocked out. That's what the articles say. Kane is in disbelief. So the dude knocked out the chick. The dude who says he's a woman knocked out the woman who says she's a dude. And the dude also identifies as bisexual... Because it's very important in order to play hockey that everyone knows how you have the sex. Oh, wait, I just don't know if I can watch this hockey game. Can you tell me how he has sex? Barely touched her. <laughs> Some NBA stuff happening. Kane is flipping out over the replay like on FIFA the soccer. simulcast.
2: It's like FIFA soccer. When you see somebody barely get touched and they fall down. Oh, well, she knee. is a woman.
0: So, you know, and she's playing against the dude. So I'm so confused over who has the wife. <laughs> <laughs> because I can't tell what the hell's going on here welcome, Dana. no because there's the fantasy pronoun stuff is you don't know what the hell's happening seton okay so it's the dude who identifies as bisexual I think it is the dude's wife who is also a dude is okay. the <laughs> really trying to-, trying to share the story with you guys. Why are we trying to figure- Well, because it's news, Kane. It's news. Jiminy Christmas. So the dude's wife. Okay, so the wife is non-binary. Whether or not that person is a dude, I don't know. Previously had lashed out at TERFs, which is a sexist term for women who don't adopt stupid predicates in front of their name, uh, over J.K. Rowling. So that's... I don't I don't know I think that's right I don't know who the hell knows I, One of them's a dude one of them's a woman And they're both pretending to be something they're not But I just don't know if the dude who's pretending to be the woman If that's his wife And if she's also a dude Because they're all You can't tell at this point I mean every, it's like Pat from SNL You can't tell So I don't know I, I can I, I have to make this observation as well. Have you noticed usually when you have the appropriation happening It's particularly men. They try to really almost like a caricature overplay the attributes that they believe are distinctly women as a way to identify themselves like if like the more they turn it up, the more woman they become, right? So, women wear makeup, I'm going to wear my whole eyeshadow palette, right? <laughs> Just turn it up. Like right, <laughs> women wear some bronzer to contour. I'm going to bronze my whole damn face. Turn it up. Right. Women, women do their hair. I'm going to have a hair to the heavens. Turn it up. It's. And then when everyone does the same thing. I don't know. It just, I can't. Oh my gosh. It's just not, a, it's not attractive. I just don't. And that is important. That is important. People who say it's not, and no matter what, they still look like dudes. You still, I'm looking at this dude who's, uh, he's like, I'm wearing pink and I got lipstick on. And here's my goalie thing. You, but you do, you look like a dude though. I'm, I'm just saying it. You do. And then the woman who is doing the stuff to look like a man, even if you can put a beard on, you still look like a chick. There's just something there, and you know what I mean. There's just something that I don't know. Uh, and you don't have an Adam's apple. But I'm just saying, if, they, if they're fine beating the hell out of each other up like this and concussing one another, I mean, go to it. I'm not going to sit here, have your trans league. I'm not going to, I'm just, you know, maybe be a little bit more careful. Because you're, you're, she is a woman and you are a dude as much as you want to pretend otherwise. And y'all went through puberty like that. And you are a hell of a lot bigger than her. I actually don't have a problem if they want to have their trans ice hockey league. Just so long as they're not trying to do this to high school sports and college sports and professional teams. Go ahead and have your trans league. Isn't that what we all said? Go ahead and do your own league. We're not like the left who's like, create your own platform and then we're going to destroy it. We don't do that. But I'm just, are you surprised that she was concussed? No. (sighs) All right. We got more to come as we get moving here. This is, you know how difficult it was to just get that story straight to you? No pun intended. Do you know what I mean? Just to just go through because when it's they and there and there and theirs and them and Z and Zer, what the hell? It doesn't make any sense at that point.
2: And now all of the news you would probably miss. It's time for Dana's Quick Five brought to you by Caltech.
0: So China's shipyards are raking in record LNG take LNG tanker orders amid Russia sanctions That's liquefied natural gas Uh, They've been seizing the opportunity to buy Russian oil At a steep discount Now their shipyards are racking up record orders for LNG Uh, The tanker says the world markets adjust To supply disruptions caused by the sanctions So in 2022 China scored 45 LNG tanker orders Quintupling their tally from last year and having assembled only nine percent of the world's existing LNG tankers, they captured thirty percent of this year, this year's orders, and now account for twenty-one percent of the global orders on the books. It's a sixty billion dollar business, according to Reuters. Who boy? So uh, once again, the White House left Hunter Biden's daughter that he had with um, uh, the lady from Alexis Roberts, the lady from Kentucky, uh, little Navy Joan Roberts, the four-year-old daughter of Hunter Biden. She was left out of the stocking display again from the Bidens. They did not put up a stocking for her. They don't acknowledge her. Gosh, I wonder why their kids have problems. 101. Uh, why is the US about to send Patriot missiles to Ukraine? The from the CNN, they said that uh, their Pentagon correspondent said that multiple Defense officials who were not going to go on the record, including a senior Biden administration official, said the White House was finalizing plans to send Patriot missile defense systems to Ukraine and that the approval is expected. They may announce it within the next couple of days. But why, though? And the Mars rover sent back sounds made by a dust devil swirling on the red planet. That's slightly terrifying. Stay with us
1: your one-stop shop for the information you need to fight back if you're gonna have to learn stuff you might as well enjoy it the dana show
0: thanks al we we were talking about this on break dana lash here welcome back bottom of our second hour this isn't the dino version of baby it's called dino was playful he was like the Cary grant of the crooners right and there's always a little bit of mischievousness in his tone this guy sounds like an utter gent. Like, nothing's going to happen. He ain't going to look at you sideways. And so Steve's like, are we going to play the song? Because it's the <laughs> same conversation. We're not having the same conversation. I think people are leaving it alone now. Who was the comedian? I saw this video. And I think I got so excited because I was laughing so hard. I meant to send it to everyone. And then I got distracted. And right, it's... it's the co- He's a comedian. Gosh, dang it. Someone on the Webernets is going to remind me. So he was... Talking about he couldn't understand Why some people were upset over certain Christmas Songs especially if you compared The lyrics of Christmas songs Then to the lyrics Of popular music today And I can't I can't even say that I can only do The acronym (laughs) He was comparing The lyrics of WAP To baby it's cold Outside (laughs) If you need to ask what is WAP, don't. (laughs) Do not. Do not do it. But it was, and apparently there's like a million different, I think there's a lot of different takes on this, but there's this one comedian who was like, wow, if this offends you, then you should, because it is. I mean, it's, I don't think that song is at all. I don't think that song is I'm going to start it over with the Vito
3: version. How about that?
0: Yeah, Dito, Dino is the best. Now you can, he's got that Cary Grant.
2: I think that the comedian's oh, he name.
0: It. Huh? It was like something.
2: It's Tom Cotter. Yes. I think his name's Tom Cotter.
0: We can't even play his bit. But he was saying, look, if, if you are upset with this song, which is, a, which is a gem. It's a gem. Let's be real then you're gonna be really upset over, you know, like this. I can't even read I can't even share the I can't even share the lyrics to that. I can't even I cannot. I'm just saying that seems like it's way more like WAP would be way more offensive than baby it's cold outside. Right? right? <laughs> I just Oh, boy. Did, didn't
3: someone write a different version with different lyrics a couple of years ago when we talked about it?
0: Yeah, it was a woke version, and it was so bad. It really? killed a portion of my soul, which I'll never reattain. <laughs> it physically, I'm, I was hurt, and I should, I should seek damages, but I'm not going to. But it really hurt me. Oh, I just play the song all the more. It was
3: a Dina Menzel.
0: Oh, f- oh Was right. it the woke version, though? Yeah. Uh, boo. Yeah, no, I, uh-uh. I don't like the, I don't like the woke version of any of it, any of it. it it's all, mm-mm. but it is, it's, it's, it's that cancel culture stuff. I was thinking about Christmas stuff this year. I don't know. Is it, are people in, I'm always, I hate New Year's is the holiday that I hate. I hate New Year's so bad. I, the best way to describe how I feel about New Year's is that scene from Forrest Gump where Lieutenant Dan is sitting at the bar and all the confetti's falling on his head, and he's making that face. That's me. I hate New Year's. I don't know why. I just hate it. I'm like, get the hell over with it already. Let's go. I just, you know, get out. I'm done with the year. Just go. I can't stand constantly saying goodbye to the old year and welcoming the. New- I can't stand stuff that gets too dramatic or goes on for too long. And I feel like New Year's does that. It's like get over it. It's, it's, I mean, it's just literally a day that was arbitrarily determined by humans to be the end of the year. Uh, get over it. I, I can't, I hate it. I just can't stand it. Uh, I don't know. I haven't, um, I'm, I, I'm not in a bah humbug mood, but I am, I don't know. I, we were talking about Christmas gifts. We're gonna get in the meat potatoes and all that stuff, I know. But I hate telling people what I want for Christmas and I purposefully don't. I don't like receiving presents. I really don't. I like just, if I want it, I'll just go get it. Because I always feel, I don't want to burden anybody, and I'm very particular about if I want to get something, it has to be this. And if it's not that, I don't want it. I'm very, and I don't want people going above and beyond to get stuff. So in our house, I always told my kids, look, you are not more, you're not any more special than Jesus is. You get three presents. You don't get more than that. You may get something in your stocking that's tiny and cheap, but you're not getting more than three presents, and they're not going to be over the top stuff. I've never been that parent who piled the presents at the tree. Like sometimes people would come to our house and be like, What? <laughs> this is all you have? I'm like, Yeah, and I just don't. Is that mean? Because I don't care. I just don't get into it. I can't, I don't like the materialistic aspect of it. And sometimes I'll be like, oh, well, there wasn't anything else I wanted to get you. So you get two things this year. I don't care how damn old you are. I That's just how I've always looked at it. So like for this year, none of my kids are listening. I'm like, uh, oh, maybe each got, you know, two things. They only got two things. That's it. I don't care. I don't have no, I don't have any big boxes to go under the tree. I don't have any of that stuff. You get two things and they're, they're rather small. But I, I think it became less about demonstrating care and stewardship of your fellow man and more about impressing other people and trying to get into other people's good graces. And I can't stand that. Now, if I find something like if I get gifts for other people, it's usually stuff I would purchase for myself or that I think they would really like. And I do it all throughout the year. I will literally I start Christmas shopping the day after Christmas for next year. But I don't go out and do it. If I just see it, if I you know, if it brings that person to mind, then I'll get it. But that's that's fun. Right. That kind of stuff is fun. But I hate people breaking their necks. I'd rather just not even get anything because I hate the idea of the burden that came with someone doing it. You know what I mean? It just, uh, I can't, don't do that just for the sake of doing it. I don't know.
3: All right. A drafted Twitter show yes. poll. Uh, which do you prefer? Choice one, giving other people presents. Choice two, oh, is this for me? So I'm going to send this out. Okay.
0: <laughs> what? What is this? The poll?
3: <laughs> yeah. like i don't know if you
0: know how to do polls i
3: don't (laughs) i I won it last time
0: oh my gosh i can't pull
2: though that real af or fake af yeah love it
0: i don't know man i can't sent oh but i I, yeah i will say that it's I i i well i will if i order something online and it comes to my house. That's like a gift for yourself, isn't it? You're like, what? Is this this for me? (laughs) So great. I got myself the lint shaver for sweaters. I got that the other day. I ordered my little lint shaver. I was trying to find something that was made in the U.S. The best I could do was I got one that was made in Taiwan. China hates Taiwan, so I'm good. And I got so excited. I opened it and it was like, oh, I don't know why. It's like little things like that. Okay. Anyway. All right. All right. So this um a couple of things oh let me read this tweet that i uh that i saw i love when people get so sassy online so i made the point yesterday and i'm going to switch gears after this topic because we got to talk about some of the twitter stuff and now how they're looking at elon musk's immigration status and i'm not making this up so i said yesterday because joe biden this is yesterday evening had said that apparently gay people were being thrown right and left out of restaurants all damn day which i did not know that was happening because it's not And I had said, I'd never seen a gay person thrown out a restaurant, but I've seen progressives run conservatives out in the streets. And so this one dude who is, of course, he's 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 uh, I love people who go, I have a master's in public policy. I spent six figures getting a stupid degree just so I could put it in my Twitter bio to make me sound more important. And I don't at least he didn't pay for a blue check. But he says, hi, Dana, gay person here. I don't know why you need to announce that, by the way, either. Um, He says, I was told I was not getting a promotion because I would be working directly with military accounts, even though the DOD customer recommended I get the job. The Christian boss said, nope, not a gay guy. You can sit down and shut up now, trash human. Well, you can just fly your gay ass to Dallas and make me. But I don't believe you. Yeah, I'm totally Ron Burgundy. I don't believe you on this. So, didn't happen. Didn't happen. Oh, and by the way, don't ever get sassy with me and then try to delete your tweet, because I saved it! Totally saved it! So, we'll, we'll see how that goes. But that's, nobody's doing, nobody's doing that stuff. And that, it, that's treated like a protected class already. So, you can't, which I have to say, kind of boggles the mind. How you have sex is treated as a protected class. How is that just be cool and don't force people to I, I don't believe in forcing any business. I don't even believe in the the restaurant that canceled on the Christian group, even though I think they're D bags and they, they canceled two hours before the event on purpose. I don't think they should believe I don't think they should be forced to do anything they don't want to do. And I just I'm it's the hypocrisy of it all that gets me. But I don't believe they should be forced to serve anyone they don't want to serve. I wouldn't want to give my money to anyone that hates me. I, I That's what I don't like about government regulation. Let people fly their freak flag. And if you want to be a hater and a bigot against people of faith, I don't want to spend my money with you. I don't want government regulation cleaning that up for you. Right? To the contrary, if you are, you know, uh, you know Hitler 2.0, I don't want to go do business with you. I don't want government regulation to hide that you're a bigot. I mean... You know if you like disco I really don't want to give you my money I'm kidding maybe You see my point though So I I, I don't know I, I just Speaking of this, to this to the Twitter thing Let me pull this up Because this was pretty wild So apparently I guess that they've decided Well They've decided that they're going to get Sassy and I guess take a look At Elon Musk's Uh, immigration his application and his status and all of this stuff they are going they are going to go at him some way the person who reported it had said that the excuse me prominent attorneys were investigating whether Elon Musk lied on his application for U.S. citizenship you mean like Illinois? Omar and if it shows that he lied he could likely be stripped of his citizenship now, first off, how do they even have that application? I retweeted a listener who had noted, and that it is a government record, and it does contain private information, and there is a law that does prevent that from being shared. So why, I think the bigger story is how, and this is if people were right within their minds, within the press, they would they would be saying, why is it that the government is giving out private information on people? Like with the IRS, right? Do you remember the ProPublica thing with... Um, when the when ProPublica this was right when Biden was getting ready to pass this like one trillion dollar thing, and ProPublica ran this story about these wealthy individuals and they got their tax information somehow because someone within the IRS leaked it. And instead of writing, "Wow, the government is leaking out private tax information of wealthy individuals to try to shame people and engaging in class warfare all to pass Joe Biden's tax hike," that's what they should have been doing the story on. But instead, they did it on, "Oh, wow, these 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 horrible uh, wealthy people! Look at how much they don't pay in tax, or something to that effect." It's, uh, but I'm I'm curious. And I, this this is why elections matter, and I wish Republicans had greater power in the House and had power at all in the Senate. Because that, trying to, like, threatening someone. Wait, I thought the left liked immigrants. They're going after a South African man. A South African immigrant, because they don't like him owning a business. Wow, just great job there, Democrats. Just great job.
2: It's his life mission to make bad decisions. It's time for Florida man.
0: All right. So, first up <laughs> a oh boy. This is uh, waste management drivers rescue a Florida man who ended up he was trapped under a golf cart. This is WFLA for hours and hours apparently. Woo. 83-year-old Port Charlotte man. God bless him. He's trapped under a golf cart for several hours. Two waste management workers uh, ended up coming along. They noticed it. Uh, Alex Garlaza and his driver, Paulino Ortega. And the workers immediately dialed 911. They provided first aid. Authorities were on route. He showed signs of hypothermia. He had been seven hours. Oh. He was trapped under a golf cart for seven hours. Thankfully, th- I mean, thank heavens those guys like came by and saw him. Uh, and they said that also officials with waste management said that their drivers are trained to act like an extra set of eyes and ears for deputies and fire department, emergency services and to report emergency. It's really smart. Uh, so they 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 took care of him. They wrapped him in garments. They kept him warm until medics arrived. They provided first aid. So awesome, awesome, awesome to those dudes. I hope they get bonuses. Hint, hint this Christmas. It'd be great. Oh boy, this guy got a decade in prison because he shipped himself several pounds of meth. It's not Chris meth, okay? It's Christmas, okay? Big deal. Jason Hardy, forty, was sentenced to ten years and ten months for a conspiracy to distribute five hundred grams or more of meth. Uh, He was under investigation already after he flew to California to coordinate the delivery, and then he uh, he was reported to have received a suspicious package. And even though it was shipped from California, his address and return address were both based out of Florida. 18 pounds of meth. So he's in lots of trouble. 18 pounds. That's ballsy, man. 18 pounds of meth. Golly. Oh, also this uh, boy, a Florida man was accused of attacking his wife. This is Fox five Orlando with a Christmas tree. What is like a second Christmas tree headline after being asked to help with making dinner? Oh, joy. He looks kind of funny. Lake County, Florida. He's facing charges after he allegedly hit his wife with a Christmas tree after she asked for help making dinner. Richard Atchison. This guy is supposed to be 52 years old. Did you see his mugshot? How is he 52 years old? (laughs) Maybe math. Dude, 52 arrested on multiple charges, including domestic battery. So it was in Fruitland Park. They had gotten into an argument. She'd asked for help with dinner. And then she put the spoon in the sink, accidentally splashing him. So he lost his temper and grabbed the Christmas tree and hit her with it. Like of all the things that you have laying around the tree. That's checking. Third hour on the way. Don't go anywhere. More of the Dana show back after this.
1: So, Senator, I think, as you know, Production on public lands, both onshore and offshore, has not stopped. In fact, uh, in this administration, production levels, and this is just EIA information, has increased uh, on public lands to over uh, a billion barrels a year. And so there has been no uh, attempt by the administration to block or stop or impede production on public lands so then the president is lying when he says no more drilling there is no more drilling that's a direct lie into the camera to the american people by the president of the united states so uh, <laughs> i don't you know i can't comment on a quote sort of out of context but it, uh, clearly okay. there is ongoing drilling on public lands uh as well as uh production hmm
0: so that's Tommy Boudreaux, who's the uh, with the uh, Biden administration. He's trying to ad- he's trying to answer these very contradictory quotes here as it relates to drilling, and uh, it's uh, I did not find that satisfactory. Any of his answers. Welcome back to the program. Top of the third hour here this Wednesday, and I have goodness because some of the with energy with. Uh, the price of gas Where's this other one That oh, Speaking of energy So Brian Deese was trying to Trying to argue that gas prices Were coming down Because of the stupid SPR the, Basically just releasing So many What a million barrels A day Draining our strategic Petroleum reserve Listen to Brian Deese Try to spin this
3: There's a lot of factors That go into the price of gas At the pump It's supply and demand But the big picture Is what's happened Over the last year Is that in the wake of Putin's unconscionable invasion of Ukraine, we faced a global supply challenge because Russian oil was coming off the market and the global market, uh, there was a risk of it not being adequately supplied. And over the past nine months, the president through deliberate and consistent action using authorities like the Strategic Petroleum Reserve, but also our diplomatic engagement all around the world has focused on maintaining that global supply while also making clear that we needed to, when the price of oil came down, the price at the pump had to come down as well.
0: That is not at all how this is works. Gosh. I mean, not at all. I mean, this this is, he's, I mean, he's, it's abuse. I don't know how else to, People aren't yeah, I mean, it's, that's, there's nothing, it's all there is. You're is. First off, the way that they've been doing this, what did they, what did they, the math they did on this, releasing from the SPR actually isn't enough to lower costs. Number one, it's not enough to lower anything. Uh, and number two, you keep us dangerously low. The SPR is supposed to be our reserves for emergencies, et cetera. I mean, what is it? We've, it's been over 190 million barrels so far. And that's only, be, and, and that's only because of his own restrictions on oil and gas. So he hasn't, he hasn't, That's no, 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 no. And then he tried to go to uh, Saudi Arabia, as we all remember. (sighs) I mean, it is endangering national security uh, with this. You're, I mean, what do we do? Heaven forbid if something happens and we have the lowest level for our SPR that we've had, I think, in our lifetimes, but they're still committed to it. He he ordered earlier this year, 180 million barrels released, still committed to it. Yet, it's draining anything that we would be able to have to rely on, heaven forbid, if something went sideways. They were unsuccessful with OPEC Plus. Now they're going to Venezuela. I mean, Deez has had a really hard time trying to explain this. I was reading the transcript of one interview that he had given when he was, they were, they were, relying on uh, SPR release after the Saudis kind of shut them down. And he was saying, well, you know, it's, these are private conversations that our administration is having. I mean, I'm just not going to. Yeah, lowest level since 1984. It's dangerous. It's, it's, and it's not the oil companies that aren't producing enough. You've made it impossible for them to produce. Your party for the last 30 years has fought the expansion of refineries. It's and all assessments show that he is not I mean, he's handling this horribly and Institute for Energy Research did a huge thing uh, on SPR. This idea that releasing the SPR would releasing from SPR would do anything to really actually help with uh, with gas and and oil prices and, you know, etc. And it's not usually the times that when administrations have done it previously, it's always to avert. And it's done like limited amounts and they don't want a short run price increase because there's an emergency somewhere. That's typically like with uh, Persian Gulf right after Hurricane Katrina. And that was just to stop, you know, the short run price increase because of a natural disaster or something. But this and they've always I mean, that's they've always used it to in conjunction with increased domestic production, whereas Biden has, hand, has handcuffed it and then further drains what our, what our reserves are. So what is it? They said 2020, they would be producing, after, his, after he was inaugurated, 14 million barrels of oil a day. We're two barrels short of that now. And goodness, to constantly release from the SPR to counter any kind of increase in prices... That happen because you restrict the supply from your policies. This is this is nuts. Golly, this is not. Mm-mm. Now I have more on this as well. A couple of other things here. Yeah, he's. It's yeah. The rush to green. You you can't immediately switch to green. It's just not something you're going to be able to do. We've talked about this over and over again. Also, uh, the Fed just announced another. 75 basis point rate hike oh sorry 50 yeah 50 basis points so now we're looking at what is what is it five yeah we're right around five now so 50 bps as expected this is goodness 40 year no how what's the new record high on this too everything everything is a rec a new record but not in a great way they said that the, so basically, by raising the basis points, 50 basis points, the CPI numbers that we talked about yesterday, Consumer Price Index, uh, as you can see, despite the fact that Joe Biden was saying, oh, well, wages have uh, have kept up, they've grown, when in fact, they're not. Uh, clearly, the Fed doesn't think that that's working, uh, that what they're doing right now, what they have done is working to stem inflation to help fight it off. And, and so now... So it looks like we're going to go into... a if we're, we're basically in a recession now, but officially it looks like that's going to be where we're at in, 20, in 2023. Great. And in looking at some of this information, now some are saying, well, we could see a million job losses next year and another, maybe a potential 70, 75 basis point hike. I mean, who knows? Who knows? This is crazy. So clearly... Everything that he said literally just the other day is not working, is not happening. Whew. Yeah, they did not like the CPI data yesterday. I mean, who did? It fell short of everything that they said. I mean, but it, 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 felt way, it fell way short of everything they, they were hoping, of everything we were being sold. But hey, you know what? Wages are fine. There's no inflation. That's what Biden just told you yesterday, right? Or day before yesterday, sorry. Totally fine. Ah, man. So, uh, yeah, get ready for 23, and then with gas prices and everything else, who boy, tell you what, I don't know. But let's pass more stimulus. Let's give more money to Ukraine. And in the meantime, we're bleeding ourselves dry. Yeah, I wish I had better news on that front, but I don't, sadly. Now, some of the other things... uh. I wanted to make sure that we get to as well because I there's a, I have a couple of things here. This, uh, I have some wokery. I also have, we talked about wealth being down yesterday. This, I'm going to pull this out because we were discussing IRS and immigration records that the government now, apparently they're all saying, well, we're going to look at Elon Musk's. So, according to a couple of different sources, Ken Griffin is a billionaire hedge fund, own, hedge fund owner. He's suing the IRS and the Treasury Department. I had just talked about that ProPublica leak of data of wealthy individuals. He's suing over that. It's a Tuesday complaint that was filed in the Southern District of Florida, the founder of Citadel, And its CEO accused the IRS, according to CNBC, of violating its legal obligations to safeguard and protect his information from unauthorized disclosure and for willfully and intentionally failing to establish appropriate administrative, technical or physical safeguards to prevent such a leak. Because remember, progressive site ProPublica, they revealed uh, Elon Musk, uh, all these other people, how much they paid in taxes. They said, oh, we got it from an anonymous source. Well, the only way that you could have gotten it was from the IRS. They reported uh, Griffin's income, everything. So he's filing suit. He said that the IRS personnel exploited the IRS's willful failure to establish adequate administrative, technical and physical safeguards for their data and record systems to misappropriate confidential tax return information for the highest earning U.S. taxpayers and then unlawfully disclose those materials to ProPublica for publication. The media is supposed to be the watchdog for the people what ProPublica does is it decides to be an attack dog for the government and goes after anyone any of the people. I mean, it's Pravda any of the people who would dare object or take a stand or dissent or or just simply exist in opposition to Soviet left status quo. Something else. I hope, he, I hope he prevails. I hope he bends them over the proverbial barrel. He ought to. Because that, that was dangerous. And it's crazy how no one in the press thought that that was a major story. Here you have a government agency leaking confidential records of American citizens to shame them for their success and to get people jealous of them so they would want to pass a tax hike that the Democrat Party was selling as a way to even the playing field, even though it didn't do any of that. Golly. We have more to come, including the problems at the border and more.
2: And now all of the news you would probably miss. It's time for Dana's Quick Five, brought to you by Caltech.
0: Not really having a sleigh ride. We're having tornadoes in Texas, though. Good grief. All right. First up, a New York City man was indicted for stashing six kilos of Joe Biden brand cocaine. Was his name Hunter. Out of curiosity, I'm just curious This is, yeah, it's a real story He's in New York City He was busted with $300,000 worth of cocaine Summoned packages bearing President Biden's picture Stashed inside of his sports car, said authorities Reynaldo Almonte, 29 years old Indicted in Manhattan Supreme Court On a string of drug-related charges After cops found the Biden brand Coke Hidden in his Nissan and yeah, he had a weighted shopping bag. They noticed him moving stuff around. So yeah, he had. Uh, why did. And I mean, it literally has like the Biden labels. It's hysterical. How do we know it's not a hunter side thing? Why? They could have called it the big guy. Right. 10% for the big guy. I mean, there's like so many things you can do with that. I'm just, you know, now I'm like made of ideas. Oh my goodness. Also. Tom Cruise lands Best Actor nomination from Critics' Choice for Top Gun Maverick after the Golden Globe snubbed him, even though he saved Hollywood with the biggest movie opening, I think, ever. Saved Hollywood, brought everybody back to the theater. I didn't go back to the theater except to see Top Gun. And they don't even and he was great in that role. What are you gonna give it to like some goofball in a his an indie film that no one has seen? And the writing's actually really bad. And the cinematography is actually pretty pretty bad too. But hey, no, give it to the It was great. You everybody was all caught up and there was a great role. I will fight someone on this. I really will. The federal deficit widened to a record $249 billion last Monday. Yay. (laughs) Yay. I I thought we didn't have Cutting the deficit What are you talking about? We don't have no deficit no more It was gone Everybody was making their monies Wages were up Inflation was gone Except no Another poll Another poll Wall Street Journal This time yesterday It was USA Today This time it's Wall Street Journal And it says DeSantis has a lead Over all Republicans In any potential primary Including Trump uh, A plus 14 advantage Now we're a year out I'm not even taking any of this seriously right now but it is I, they want you to just you go have your Christmas ain't nothing gonna happen from now until then you know We there's still there's still a lot of time but it is interesting and I think him making the changes that he was doing and especially establishing uh, having the Supreme Court telling them to impanel this grand jury uh, about the, the COVID impropriety the vaccine impropriety that's huge uh, also ca- Postal Service announces a stamp honoring John Lewis what about all the Tea Partiers that he smeared back in uh, 2010? Just curious. Yeah, I mean he was a, he did a lot in civil rights, but then he got like bitter and mean as he got old. Not all old people get bitter and mean, Kane. I know you think all old people are not innocent, but yeah. this uh, two and five Americans nearly half of christians believe well at least to this poll believe that we are leaving, living in end times they say it's actually evangelicals and black protestants most likely to say the apocalypse is imminent i don't i don't necessarily i don't i don't think i don't know i don't think anybody's gonna know because that's what the bible says ain't nobody gonna know so just go on being good people because no one's ever gonna know uh, also, government remains Americans' top problem in 2022. It's a new Gallup poll. Media trust is at an all-time low, and ga- government remains Americans' top problems by a massive percentage. Stay with us. we got more to come here on The Dana Show.
1: Of all your favorite talk hosts, one of these is not like the others.
0: The Dana Show. People say to me, oh, this is easy for you because you're from San Francisco. And that's an applause line. (laughs) It's easy for you because you're from San
3: Francisco.
0: (laughs) That's an applause line. Please clap. Welcome back to the program, Dana Lash here with you. Bottom of our third hour this Wednesday. We've had uh, we've well we've had the the Fed rate decision, highest level interest rates in 15 years. Yay! Lg, let's go, Brandon. Lgb that's what it's the new lgb (laughs) and we've discussed too this situation with twitter and now i think you know they're looking at trying to figure out how in the world they can you know further go after elon musk let's look at his immigration applications see if that's on it that's again these are all like things that are these are private documents you just can't go at this it's not how that works Mm mm mm, and then we're discussing some Christmas stuff too, because we're going to be going on break next week for Christmas, and I don't know—are people in more of a Christmas mood or less a Christmas mood this time around than previously, or is it just me? No, that's a good question. Right?
2: I look at it as an escape from all the stuff, like. Let's just focus on Christmas instead of all the other crap that we deal with on a daily basis. But I'm not sure how everyone else feels.
0: How many, how many of y'all, especially if church falls, which it's not often, especially if, if Christmas falls on a Sunday, how many of you have church services on a Sunday morning? I mean, I know that there's the Christmas Eve. Everybody does a Christmas Eve candlelight service. So our church isn't doing service on Sunday morning. We have a Christmas Eve candlelight service. And usually I hear from people, oh, well, it's so volunteers can have time with their families that morning. But isn't that like your Super Bowl, like Christmas and Easter, sort of like your Super Bowls, right? Yeah. So why would, if it's on a Sunday, that seems like what you would wish every Sunday to be like is like Christmas Day. And I'm just, our church isn't doing it. They're gonna video stream a guy that I've had some recent issues with in terms of his ever-shifting ideology. But I—I I don't know what I think of it at all. I don't know. I'm disgruntled. I think I was made a little disgruntled over lockdown. I saw this thing. It said uh, it was a headline that we had like last week that showed church attendance after lockdowns is still down, and I. Was like, are you really surprised? Because so many churches shut down. If ever there was a battle to be had between church and state, it was that. It was that. And instead, people fed you the lie of, no, 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 We, it's the loving thing to do to shut down. Even though they were doing it still when we realized none of this stuff had any was any good efficacy-wise. Masks, the distance, none of it. Oh no, it's better that we shut down. That was like the time for churches to stay open and stay in their ground. And I feel like th- so many didn't do it. I don't know, maybe that's affecting my Christmas perspective this year. We're going to talk about that, especially later on this week. But I just was thinking, I'm like, is that weird to not, isn't it weird to not have a church service on a Sunday or, or, or on a Sunday when it's Christmas Day? It seems odd. I was talking to a friend of ours and uh, who is active in their church and well respected in their church and they were saying that it's 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 become so difficult they actually had someone leave their congregation because they couldn't stand to sit they said in the sanctuary with people who voted for Trump and this isn't even about Trump and I can't stand it when people make it all about Trump because it's not about Trump it's about the bigotry of people because of their political ideology you get so tribal that you, you lose your ability to see the humanity in other people. The left have been like this for a long time. It reminds me, I keep coming back to it. It reminds me of this, it's this film called Warm Bodies. It's a zombie film. It's actually much more than a zombie film. It's one of the, it's a very clever zombie film. It has a lot of heart. And there are several different types of zombies. And one of the worst kinds The ones that have forgotten their entire all of their humanity, they become these twisted, desiccated monsters and every to them, everything is prey. And some of the zombies, when they have relate, when they have, you know, uh, relationships with living people, their hearts beat again and they come back and they basically overcomes the virus. I mean, it's very I'm not doing it justice. It's a very good movie. But I think that's I think you can you can easily substitute the zombieism in that movie with politics so easily, especially now, because there are how many people do you can you not count as friends anymore because they disliked how you voted or they I mean, we had friends who stopped being friends with us involved in our wedding because we didn't get the vaccine. Even though we had already had the virus, we didn't get the vaccine trashed us for it i i where's your ability to see humanity and even actually weigh other people's experiences as being equal to those of your own it's just stunning i feel like the left has always been about that especially so it's one of the reasons a lot of people left the left i don't want the right to get like that either because what makes the right at least the people I know, so unique is that we don't do that. We don't, you know, I had another friend who was like, if I had a progressive working for me, I would fire them. I'm like, I've had people and still have people that work with and, and, and for me on stuff, and we don't agree on everything. I can't do the same thing that I'm accusing the other side of doing because then it makes me miserable because I've become the very thing that I'm resisting and I haven't won, I've surrendered. But I, I pretend I'm playing 4D chess and I act like I've won. That's not winning. I don't know. I just, I've just been thinking about all of this as we roll into Christmas. Because I'm, I'm, I was sort of shocked when our church was like, yeah, we're not going to have, we're not going to have a uh, service on Sunday morning. And I just thought, oh, huh, okay. So it's not important to have it on Sunday. St- Christmas morning, because it falls on a Sunday. We're just going to piecemeal and boutique worship service. And you wonder why people aren't going and sitting in the pews. And this comes down on people, too. I think your church service is more important than opening your presents on Christmas morning. You're, You're the parent. You can tell your kids to chill. That's how I would. I mean, when we lived in Missouri and at our previous church, we... I think it was we had one Christmas that fell on a Sunday and we were there before we opened presents. Kids had to deal with it. Learn where your priorities are. I don't know. It makes me grumpy. I'm going into the season I'm grumpy now. I'm going into the season grumpy. Right? I don't know. It makes me because what is it? Goodwill towards your fellow men. Oh, we're going to talk about this. We're going to talk about this Longfellow poem coming up because I think it's one of the best and he's a favorite. But yeah, I really don't feel goodwill towards men. <laughs> I just really don't. I'm trying. I'm Sam Jackson sitting in the diner talking to Ringo across the table from me. I'm really trying, Ringo. I'm trying so hard to be the shepherd. Whew. But it does it does get hard. We're going to talk about that uh, more this week. It does get hard. I, I hear you. I hear you. I, I empathize with you completely. But maybe there's... There's something we can do about it. All right, as we uh, move, I'm going to get some of this other stuff and make sure I hit everything that I have for you today. So this, I don't, I came was like, oh, this is great news. It's about the UN. I'm like, they don't exist anymore? Yay. It's <laughs> Not that great of news. Yeah. So the United Nations ejected Iran from the Women's Rights Commission. Good. Yeah, but see, I feel spiteful. Because you know who else still sits on it? Don't they have China that still sits oh, on it? Uh, so this is just them, this is just them posturing. This is just the United Nations posturing. They said Iran was ousted from their, their uh, body on Women's Rights Commission for policies that are contrary to the rights of women and girls. You think? It was a U.S. led effort, effort following Tehran's crackdown on protests. Look, I'm not, I'm not throwing shade on it. I don't, I don't disregard it. But I just feel like most of the people on the women's, the UN Women's Rights Commission, probably don't need to be there. But they were... That's their Commission on the Status of Women. And they have all these different... I mean, they have... the China sits on their... What is it? Their Human Rights Commission, for sure. And some of their... I think what they still... Who are some of the countries that they have? I mean, some of the countries that they have on here, I would definitely not think that they would, they would deserve a seat like Beijing, like China, like I said, or in Venezuela. I don't know. The, what, what purpose is the UN? What is that for, except to take a valuable waterfront property there in Manhattan? Have you ever driven by the building? It's like prime, prime area, super swank, super swank. No, the U.S. ambassador to the UN had said that uh, ousting Iran was the right thing to do. Tehran's presence was an ugly stain on the commission's credibility. Okay, that's great, but is it just an optic? I mean, I don't think it. I think it's entirely meaningless when we're helping them be, acquire nuclear capability, in, in, entirely. We're still this administration still wants to make sure that they can acquire nuclear capability. They still want to pursue this Iran agreement. So what is kicking them off a little council going to do? Are they going to stop killing women in the street cuz they're not on this council? No. Being on the council didn't stop them. Being not on the council is not going to stop them either. It's all performative. It's performative to it's a, it's an opiate for the people to make it look like oh they're doing something. We can relax. Look, they removed them from this council. We can relax. Oh, we're still pursuing everything else with them. We just kicked them out of the treehouse. That's all we did. I don't know. See, now I'm like really cynical. What happened? Do you have your frankincense and myrrh with you? You're going to bring in... Can't, okay, so let me tell you this story really quickly. I We went to this establishment a couple of weeks ago, and I noticed... Uh, the bartender burned a Palo Alto stick. I don't know. And it smelled really good. I was like, it smells good. You just burn that stick. And he's like, yeah. Palo Santo. Palo Santa, thank you. Whatever. Palo Alto is a city in California. Shut up. Don't send me any tweets. You guys know. I don't know this stuff. The Palo Santo. Kane's over here like, I am. I have a master's degree in potions. Don't lie to the listeners. Anyway. So I'm like, oh, that's really neat. Palo Santo. That smells really good. And they're like, yeah, you can get the sticks and you can burn it. and It smells really nice. So I'm like, oh, I might try that. So I got an bag of sticks, right? <laughs> and <laughs> got this little thing I can put it in. And I felt like I was doing a ritual. It was weird, but it smelled good. I'm like, oh, this smells nice. And I told Kane about it, and his eyes lit up like the 4th of July. And then he starts going into all of this stuff about, well, you know, the essential oils and all of these other things. And he was really excited. And then he sent me this information about his friend who's like a potions master. And I... I, isn't he i don't know incense and stuff i don't yeah, even know
2: an incense expert actually global
0: okay incense expert. i'm not knocking it i just didn't even know that there was you know someone could have such a repository well, of information And he
2: currently works with the va they actually send him pt uh, ptsd cases and through incense he's able to collapse some ptsd for these i people. think
0: that's awesome i just didn't know that you could do all that with this stuff i just was like hey got this stick oh, yeah. that smells good i burnt it
2: and I know the stuff I sent you. You didn't read, did you? I totally didn't. I, read totally, it. I know that you didn't.
0: God I. But dang. then, but then, but then, he's like, "Yeah, you know, I got some frankincense and myrrh," and I'm waiting for him to be like, "And then I'm going to go on a quest to the find only an." The reason
2: infant. I brought that up was because it's close to the holidays, right? Uh-huh. Frankincense and myrrh, everyone knows and has heard the story. Why wouldn't that be something we could do last segment on the show, where we just Burn some frankincense and myrrh and enjoy it like Joseph and Mary did on the day of Jesus'
0: birth. <laughs> oh my gosh! Here, look at him. You, you open the door, crack, and they stick a whole Birkenstock what? in. Oh, that's what on. happens. That's and what I have happens. An incense
2: warmer too. You don't just burn the stuff.
0: I don't know what. It, all no. I know is that's not that what the hippies do.
2: Proper temperature right? is important.
0: Every record store had somebody who wanted to burn incense.
2: Yeah, no, you're talking about like patchouli and. The gas station incense sticks. That's not the same thing.
0: I don't know. But I I, all I know is I burnt the stick and it smelled good and Kane acted like we were kindred spirits in incense. It wasn't
2: a stick like you would buy I've never seen him that excited. It was an actual piece of wood. Yeah, it was was a legit. It was a little
0: chunk of wood, yeah. But it was still a stick. I still say it's a stick. Oh, for the love. It was like a Barbie sized log. I don't know how else (laughs) to (laughs) put What happened? So now he's like, maybe we can burn some incense.
1: Listen to the Dana Show live on the Odyssey app. Weekdays, noon to 3 p.m. Eastern time. Uh, This one is unusual, and it's unusual in the sense that literally, you know, there's no record keeping whatsoever. It's the absence of record keeping. Employees would communicate, you know, invoicing and expenses on, on Slack, which is, you know, essentially a... Uh, you know, a, a way of communicating mm. for chat rooms. Uh, they use QuickBooks, a multibillion-dollar company using QuickBooks. QuickBooks? QuickBooks. Uh, nothing against QuickBooks, very nice tool, just not for a multibillion-dollar company.
0: Mm. So <laughs> that is the CEO, FTX CEO, John Ray, says there's no record-keeping at all. When he was testifying there. QuickBooks, he said. Welcome back to the program. Dana Lash here with you as we finish out our third hour. That's You know what they want? As Kane and I were discussing, they want to establish a reason to justify government regulation. Desperately. They they need some, They need an entrance. We'll talk more about this tomorrow. In the meantime, today in stupidity. Oh, it's and a they good don't want one. to
2: be implicated. So.
0: Yeah, no one's implicated if they didn't keep records. Exactly. How convenient.
2: All right, just so you know, uh, bicameral is... Mm-hmm. I don't know if you can hear that, but bicameral. Bicameral. Yeah, yeah okay. That's, uh, you know, two branches right. or chambers. Right. Unfortunately, KJP was saying this. In a bicarmel, in a bipartisan
0: uh, way, was done in a bipartisan, bicarmel way. Bicarmel, bipartisan support. Uh, bicarmel? Bicarmel.
2: It's almost so, like a new...
0: Nordstrom bi- Pipeline. Right. Uh. Armtis. Yeah, don't forget bicarmel. about that. Bicarmel. Don't oh, forget about the wow.
2: Nobel Prize. Oh,
0: my gosh. Nobel Prize, yes. All
2: right. But maybe by caramel is, a, you know, a new Biden topping for his ice cream.
0: Yeah, there you go. Folks, that does it for us today. Sign up for the newsletter chapter and verse over at Substack. Find us on YouTube, Facebook, like and subscribe. And I'll be back with you. We'll all be back here together tomorrow.